This is Richard Capriola, the author of The Addicted Child, A Parent's Guide to Adolescent Substance Abuse, and you're listening to Moments of Grace with Dr. Jerome Butler. There is an estimated half a million men, women, and children that are homeless in our country and this great nation each night. Statistics show the number one reason for homelessness is affordable housing. Dr. Butler and his family have started the Grace Project. It is a plan to build clean, affordable homes that will help get these families off of the street. They would love for you to partner with them by donating to this show, where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. When you partner with the Grace Project in any dollar amount, you will receive Dr. Butler's latest book. To give, please go to momentspod.com or anchor.fm forward slash moments of grace and hit support. Thank you in advance from the Grace Project. This is your host, Dr. Adriel Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. It is a beautiful day uh, where I'm at. I, I hope and pray that it is for you as well. Last week, the last two weeks, to be honest with you, um, I thought that at least where I live, I thought we were going to start um, gathering animals two by two, two by two. We've had so much rain. Uh, w- one thing I have found at least with with life that you know when we get the rain there there has to be something positive in your life that you can take away from it i always say not one drop causes a flood but cumulatively um we can have a flood so one of the things that i got out of uh, out of the rain that we've had for the last few weeks is my grass is absolutely beautiful (laughs) <laughs> just to be honest with you guys it is absolutely beautiful my wife mentioned the other day she liked the height of it I don't like the height so much as I do like the richness um, you know in order for my grass to, to get that way it needed the water it needs the sun it needs several things in order to grow in order to be lush and beautiful as it is you know, it needs more than what it is. And I think that's everything, even in our lives. We need people in our lives that are going to water us. In fact, the Bible, one of my favorite scriptures, the Bible says, one man plants, another man waters, and God gets the increase. We always need someone in our life. If we've been planted, at least a water. My guest today is one of those people that waters people's lives. He's a coach, uh, a mentor, and he's written a, a, a beautiful book. I love this title. Truest Fan, Live, Love, and Lead with Purpose and Passion. We'd like to welcome to Moments of Grace, Rob Brown. W- welcome to Moments of Grace, Rob. 
Thank you so much for having me. I couldn't uh, think of a more um, beautiful introduction to our conversation. Oh, wonderful, my friend. Wonderful. Would you introduce yourself to the Moments of Grace audience, please? Sure. Well, as you said, I'm, I'm Rob Brown. I live in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, so I think I'm uh, in a similar part of uh, the country to you. Okay. And um, I'm a business coach. Um, I do coaching um, primarily of uh, financial professionals, financial planners and advisors. And uh, I'm a father of triplet daughters who will wow. turn 31 this month. Okay. And um, <laughs> a husband to, uh, to Lori, and she and I have been married for I always forget the number of years, but it's been a long, long time and, uh, and a great journey. Wonderful. Well, well, I think, I think you had a, and I understand you, you're a coach. So I th think you're a baseball fan. So I think you just made a, a save when you said it's been a wonderful journey, even though you don't know the years. <laughs> I think, I think, you, I, th I think you hit, you hit a home run and then you caught it before it got out the park. So you did, you did good, Rob. You did great. My, my friend, you, you, you mentioned you have, you have uh, triplets that, that is awesome. But that had to, that had to be a little challenging when they were coming up. I know it's just a side note to what we're going to talk about, but, you know, part of, of and maybe that's why you're such a great coach and a, a great mentor, <laughs> is that you, you, you've had to, to, to juggle three beautiful children. So share with us real quickly about that, if you don't mind, my friend. You know, it's interesting that you say that about um, being the father of triplets has helped me be a better coach. Um, Early in my career, when I was actually a financial advisor, uh, one of my uh, favorite clients who uh, turned into a great friend always told his friends when he was making introductions to me that uh, the reason he worked with me was because I was the father of triplet daughters and anybody who could manage a household <laughs> with triplet daughters had to be, uh, had to be a good guy to uh, work with because he had to do things right. Right. Um, so, um, so I think, I think you were both, um, on the money and, um, it, you know, being a father of triplets just means thinking about life a, a slightly different way, but we never had any kids before that. So we didn't know oh, any different. Got you. Well, the, the other thing is, uh, did you have any other, did you have sons or anybody else or just the, just the three girls? No, just, just the three girls. Just okay. Three well, girls. So you were outnumbered. So yeah, you, you needed to, you need to be very diplomatic and <laughs> you, you, you were outnumbered in your home between your wife and the girl. So, uh, you, you had to be able to, uh, be very diplomatic and, and, and learn how to mentor and judge and juggle some things. So, uh, so I commend you for, uh, having such a wonderful family, my friend. Um, if yeah, you don't you. mind, tell us about this book and, and other than the triplets, where, where was it birthed? this book well you know the the book is really um uh, you know you mentioned the triplets and it's hard for me now not to think about this um if you read the dedication to the book i dedicate it to my daughters um, and i do that because i wanted to write something i wanted to leave a written legacy for them so that they could always know that their kids and their grandkids could always know how i thought about life and loving God and treating other people. And that's, wow. that's a big part of why I, why I wrote it. And so um, the, the other side of that is 30 years ago, I read a book, The One Minute Manager, which if you've yes. never read that is told in a fable style. And I told right. myself one day, one day I'm going to write a fable. And mm -hmm. so um, this book was kind of a combination of uh, 
of a project of, um, of love and wanting to share what I've learned with my daughters and with lots of other people, lots and lots of other people, but also kind of a promise I made to myself that one day I would, I would write that book. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, when I got out of the military, I think, <clears throat> believe it or not, that was one of the, the books that was, for those of us that were going further into management and everything else, it was one of the books that we were, uh, were given uh, coming out of the military. I don't know if it was required reading or, um, you know, coming out of the military, somebody saw something in me, but that was one, got a host of books and that happened to be one of the books that I did receive. So uh, I'm right there with you on that. Uh, so your inspiration uh, for the book actually is not just uh, a book for, for, for these, for this time, but as, as I always say, we need, we need to have an update and uh, on some of the, the, the great things we've learned um, sometime or, or dated. And I think that book was dated. So if I'm hearing you right, your, your book is kind of uh, a spinoff on that for maybe contemporary managers and, and, and uh, people of faith right now. Right. Well, it's, it's a spinoff in that I tell a, a story in a similar way, but the gotcha. message is, is different um, because I really um, introduce um, seven principles for being a truest fan. And, um, and, the, and those messages apply whether you're a father or a manager or um, just running a church. It doesn't really make, uh, make any difference. Got you. Got you. And, and uh, what I'd like to do, if we could, uh, Rob, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk with you about those seven principles. I'm a principle guy. Um, like I said, I'm a, you know, I'm prior military, uh, a minister of the gospel. I've always said, if, if, you know, that's why my wife is so happy with me. You give me something to do, tell me how to do it. And if you write it that, if you write it down, it's going, it's going to get done. So, so, so perfect, perfect for the military, perfect for God. And also perfect for my wife, as long as she writes it down, if she don't write it down, anything can happen. So, so when we come back, I want us to talk that. about these seven principles. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. We're talking with Rob Brown, who has written a book, uh, truest fan live, love, and lead with purpose and passion. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about seven principles that Rob has in his book. Um, I, I've just, just hearing Rob talk, knowing that he's a father of triplets and as long as he's been married to his wife and his love for people and also his faith, um, I, I, I would encourage you to stay with us until after the break. I feel these seven principles will impact your life and will also assist you as you're loving on someone and helping others. Um, there's an old Chinese proverb I've always loved. And when I'm talking with other pastors and they're going through, I always uh, try to be an encourager. And I always ask the question, as this Chinese proverb is, who warms the sun? And I always like to say, I do. I always want to put my hand up. So when we come back, Rob's going to give us these seven principles, and I think they'll help to answer the question to you when you find people that are always helping others, always warming others. When you ask the question, who warms the sun? Maybe you'll be able to put your hand up after listening to these seven principles. So we'll be right back. This is Dr. Ray Jerome Butler, and this is A Moment of Grace. Mm -hmm. 
Our podcast has been nominated for five spin awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. And we're back. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler, and we're talking with Rob Brown, um, husband, coach, father of triplets, proud father of triplets. And he has written a book, Truest Fan, Live, Love, and Lead with Purpose. So welcome back to Moments of Grace, Rob. Thank you so much, Jerome. All right. So I really want to get into these seven principles, my friend. Because, um, you know, I got, like I shared before the break, I'm a principles guy. Um, if, if principles make sense, then, um, you know, at least for me, I can, you know, whether I was in the army, take a hill, you know, give me, give me the principle of how to do it. Or in the Bible, when it tells me to love my neighbor as I love myself, that makes sense to me. So share with us these seven principles that are in Truist Fan, my friend. Sure. Um, you know, as I get into this, I think it's really important to make sure that it's clear what I mean by being a truest fan. Um, a truest fan to me is someone who loves God, loves themselves, and loves others as they love themselves. Um, and I think that's, that's really important to kind of set the stage as you jump into the principles. And um, Principle number one is simply to be a truest fan, you must be your own truest fan. Because if you don't believe in yourself, it's hard to have belief in others. It's hard to root other people on. So that's, that's where I get started. Um, the second principle is to be a truest fan, you must learn to put your most important work first and avoid anything that might get in the way. Uh, we live in a world where it's easy to allow things to distract us from our most important work, whether it's at work or at home or in the causes that we care about. So putting important work first is essential. Does, does it the matter? The third lesson is love. Can, can I ask you, and as you give us some of these principles, oh, if something comes yeah. along. Uh, so please, please. The, the, the second principle, um, does it, does it matter? Or, or does prioritization go with that as well with that second principle? In, in other words, um, you know, I believe that what's going on, you just mentioned it, what I think is going on in our world right now, I don't call it mass destruction, but mass distractions. There, there are a host of things that pull us away from a thought process, what we're doing, what we prioritize. And if you're like I am in most Americans, you know, we got, we're, we're balancing and juggling and everything else. So 
does prioritization come into that second piece or is that another principle? No, prioritization falls, uh, falls right there. You're, you're right on the money because, um, you know, so often when we even take the time to kind of understand what is most important, yes. uh, we let um, those other distractions yes. come at us. You know, we let yes. other people's priorities, emails, text mm. messages, social media, that Netflix series you want to binge on kind of Stop it. become Bob, a distraction. you're in my wheelhouse. Leave stuff. me alone, Bob. Stop. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, my friend. <laughs> but you're yeah. talking no, no, about no, no, no. No, you're 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 in most of our wheelhouses, but this is so true what you're saying. We we have to. And I had to take a sabbatical from social media myself uh, for months. In fact, uh, in a month of May, I had to take a sabbatical from all electronics. So I got you, my friend. Yeah, no, it's 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 critical. And uh, I consider myself to be kind of a time management junkie. Gotcha. In fact, I bought a new course last night on time management and prioritization and all this kind of stuff, because I just love learning about how people are getting the most out of themselves. But gotcha. but but they all come down to putting that important work first. Yes. Um, so if we want to keep going, uh, principle yes. number mm -hmm. three is is love one another because no matter whether you win or lose, life is all about the way that you mm -hmm. play the game. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's any um, greater rule than the rule of um, yes. of loving one another. Uh, lesson number four is my favorite. Um, smiles and kind words go a long way so that when you're a truest fan, you're always on duty. Um, I just think it's important to make people smile and be very very intentional about it well, well let me uh, ask lesson you, five is let me ask you a question on on lesson number four and I, I like that you said that that was one of your favorite that that's one of mine as well um you know unfortunately we have so much going on in the world that if you allowed it to get in your spirit you can become jaded and you know the moment um people are unkind it can it can really lead you back to number two. It can be distracted. It can be a distraction, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with, with people being unkind. Um, I know well, I have an 11 year old now. We may be about the same age. We started over, <laughs> I got children in their thirties as well. And we started over having an 11 year old. And I remember an incident with her where um, her, her feelings were really hurt because of some things some people had said and she came to me, she said, Dad, um, I had to force myself not to let that get become a part of me. And I remain in my mind of what you always said is to always be kind to everyone. And she said it was difficult. So as a father, as a mentor, as a coach, since that's your favorite, um, smile and be kind. How do you continue to do that, Rob, when people are not being kind? At well, for, um, for, for me, um, I just don't feel like I have a choice. I feel like I'm gotcha. one of those people in this world that just kind of gets it. And I'm gotcha. fortunate that I do get it. And I, I'm just so happy that I'm able, able to share it. But I know it's not easy for everybody. I know it's not easy for people who, you know, maybe walk around with a frown on their face. Uh, they're right. always thinking about what's going on. And, and so that's why, again, it's really important for me and, and for others like, like you who think of this as being so important, like your daughter, 
to just, hey, you know, it's my job. It's my job. If I'm going to be a truest fan, if I'm really going to to love others is to, yes. to try to pass that smile or that kind word along because you just never know how it's going to help. You just never That's know. Right. That's right. That is, that is, that is so true. That is so true. And, and as, as our listeners are listening, um, dear hearts, I, I believe, and, and I know people, you know, as over the years have had, have had to counsel people, um, whether professionally counseling or as a pastor, um, like I said, there's not one raindrop that causes a flood, but it's accumulation of things. Um, sometimes, guys, we just have to, and, and I, I, I'm going to let you finish, Rob, but I want to throw this in here. Sometimes we have to be able to just lift our hands as Moses did to make the waters part and just walk on dry land. I know that it's difficult sometimes. But there are times we just have to raise our hands and give that whatever it is back over to to God, back over to Abba, our father, so that he can give us the authority to continue to raise our hands to divide the things that stand in our way. And what you're going to get out of that is just what he has said. Smile and be kind. So go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. That's the preacher in me. I, I heard, oh, no, I, no, no. I heard I, a I, sermon. I, I had to get it out, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's quite all right. And I'm sure we could probably talk um, for hours about that topic um, alone. And, you know, the, 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 the truest fan, although it's a fable, um, every character in truest fan is represented by somebody in my life. Okay. Um, and in the section that I write about um, smiles and kind words, uh, my character's name is Willie, and Willie is my uh, deceased father-in-law. Just a just a wonderful man. And as you were talking and describing even what your what your daughter was doing, I had this picture in my mind that my father-in-law Willie always had a smile on his face, and things weren't always good for him. He went through some tough, tough times in business and in health, but he never, never stopped smiling. Wow. And um, that made a difference in, in my life. Uh, and I know in the lives of many, many people. And so um, I just, I just think that is just so, so important. It makes a difference, doesn't it? it, it a smile it does. really does make a difference. It really does. I'm sorry, my friend. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, no, 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 no reason to apologize. Um, I just appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to share these lessons, these principles with you. Um, lesson five is your family deserves your very best. Yes. And I think that one's pretty uh, straightforward. If you're going to be a truest fan, you need to be a truest fan of your family. Uh, lesson six is you're never, never alone. Um, God is your truest fan. So yes. even if you think you don't have any, somebody cheering you on, um, all you have to do is um, look in your heart. Um, and then lesson number seven, the last lesson, last principle is intentionally live the life you were intended or born to live. Um, and that's kind of the lesson or the principle that brings them all together. So um, if you really want to apply the principles of being a truest fan, um, you just do it. You just go about it intentionally, implement them um, in the things that you do every day. Wonderful, wonderful. So now in, in, in that last one, um, and, and you said living intentionally, I'm, I'm writing notes for myself and, and I have lived live with uh with intention and purpose um 
some of us have um, things that may come against us. How, explain again how to live intentional. Uh, we know God is on our side, um, but some people may be in a situation where they can't fulfill their purpose. They may not be able to walk in 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 their purpose and intention. So, how would you know, as a coach, as a mentor, how would you mentor someone that doesn't know where their intention is or doesn't know where their purpose is and how to walk in that? How would you help them? Right. Well, the first thing I do is I would want to make sure that they really understood what their intention, what their what their purpose really is, because I think sometimes we have we have false intentions or false yes. beliefs about what we what we should be doing. Wow. Okay. Um, and then the second thing um, that I would do is I would just make sure that we had, you know, just what, are, what are one or two things that you could do right away, uh, maybe just implement some new habits or success habits that uh, you can implement right away that would get you started down that path because the domino effect takes place as you mm. begin to to do one little thing you knock the next domino over and then uh, sooner or later you kind of cross over those hurdles. So I would go back and I'd say, you know, what, what, what are these other principles could we implement now that get, get you on that path towards your purpose, your intentionality, so you can have impact. Right. Um, and it might be something as simple as, Hey, go find three people today and make them smile, you know, you implement go. principle number go. four or, if you don't believe in yourself, um, principle number one, write out a few belief statements of things that you believe about yourself and what you're capable of doing. And that gets, that gets the ball rolling. And, um, and sooner, sooner rather than later, um, you're, you're on that track and you're feeling much better about yourself. And I think that intention just comes out more and more and more. Got you. Got you. Well, well you know, I love um, principle six, that God is your truest fan. Um, you know, that, that, that right there hit, hit, hit me, hit me in my heart. Um, I've, I've always had a real passion for God. I was telling my, <laughs> my cousin the other day, and you might find this funny when I tell people this, they kind of, kind of say, huh? Uh, when I got out of the military and I always say, if I had not have had children, I would have joined a monastery. Um, because I just, just have always felt my, my life would be I love my kids and everything. Of course, I'm not this discounting having children, of course not. But I've always had this desire um, to just be in his presence um, at all times. And I know uh, when you say he's your truest fan, um, I know my experience. But do you mind sharing an experience with, with the audience, uh, how you know he's your truest fan, Rob? Yeah, um, when I when I think about that question, the first thing that pops um, into my mind is the um, experience I've had in participating in prison ministry, um, and okay. it's something that I had a friend kind of knocking on my door over and over and over again for years, saying, "Rob, you've got to do this. You've got to do this." I was like, "You know, um, I can't do that. That's that's just not me. God doesn't want me to." Um, to do that. And then finally, uh, a few years ago, I decided that I would, I would participate in this ministry going into a maximum security prison for a four day program. I said, I said a maximum security. Crazy. 
<laughs> you said yeah, maximum yeah. security. You don't normally get in maximum, maximum security, security to do prison ministry. So <laughs> wonderful, my well, friend. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this well, this is uh anyway, it's um um it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a crazy place to be. And right, right. of course, what I found out was um that um well well first well the first thing I found out was that I was thinking about it all wrong when I went mm. in. I was thinking about what could I do right, to help impact. these guys. Right, right, right. But as we as we trained to go in there and the, and, and talked about the process for um, trying to help um, uh, the um, residents of the prison understand a little bit about this God that we love, that it wasn't about us trying to teach them. It was about us allowing God to flow. Through go. us, there you go, there you go. And as soon as that mindset changed, um, and you're in this place, you're locked in with you know big gymnasium. Um, and at first, you're just you're scared. You you watch the movies, mm-hmm. um, um, and then you sit with guys who um, some have faith stronger than yours. Exactly. And, Right. They look at this opportunity in prison to be their opportunity to minister. Yeah. Um, and others who are falling away or haven't experienced the faith, others who are, you know, just playing a game. But but you see God shine through, and um, it's just it's just an it's just an amazing thing. And that's one of those times when um, I realized um, I, uh, that we're never alone um, because even in this really dark um, place where um some of these guys will never get out that right. that hope is right. still there and god is with them right right well that's 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 beautiful my friend because um like i said over the last 30 years <clears throat> we've, we've done foreign mission in in africa during the aids crisis and in india and madras india you know uh, literally digging wells um you know the, the or seeing um, you know, some of the worst of humanity, um, you know, trying to get young children out of certain villages, uh, young girls out of villages, so they wouldn't go through, um, you know, someone molesting them or abusing them. Um, and, and, and all of that, um, as you're saying, in some of the darkest places, you can see God's light. Um, even in prison ministry, um, to see uh, men maybe at the, the worst day of their lives, they've done something or something happened to them and they're at the worst day of their lives and it caused them the rest of their lives to still have that kind of faith. Uh, so I do agree with you, my friend, God is our truest fan and I'm, I'm so thankful that he is, and I'm, I'm thankful for you being here with us, uh, Rob. Before we let you go, would you share with the audience, when a person reads the last page of your book, what do you want them to walk away with? Um, I want them to walk away with a commitment um, to be a Truist fan, because that's my commitment. I am, Jerome, your Truist fan, and Anybody that I meet, I want to be their truest fan. And I want them to walk away with that commitment to the, be the truest fan to themselves and to as many people 
um, as they possibly can be, because I think this is a really, really important message. It's important thing, not a message. It's, a, it's something that we should be doing right. um, to make our lives and this world a better place. Right. I, I, I totally agree. How, how, uh, um, how can people get your books, uh, Rob? And, and um, I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a bestseller. I've got to get my copy also, but how can people get your book? Okay, well, the, the best way to get a copy is just to go to my website, uh, truestfan.com. And um, on the website, there are links that allow you to, um, to purchase the book. And when you um, purchase the book, uh, you'll also get access to an implementation guide, uh, which includes a, um, a seven-day challenge for implementing that implementation guide and the ideas in the book. So I really just encourage you to go to truestfan.com. Okay, great. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we just thank you so much, Rob, for being here with us on Moments of Grace. It has been such a pleasure to have you and such a pleasure talking with you, my friend. Thank you. And thank you for what, uh, for what you're doing. Uh, I really, uh, really admire the, the, the way that you're spreading the word and the light. Well, thank you so much, my friend. That's, that's, that's our mission. That's our mission. Um, and, and we want to give you an open invitation you, when you write another book or, or something else is going on in your life or a testimony. Uh, you know, if you, if your triplets have triplets, <laughs> you're welcome back. <laughs> Our hope, our quadruplet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're definitely welcome back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wonderful, wonderful. We've been talking with with uh, Rob Brown, who has written this this wonderful book, uh, Truest Fan: Live, Love, and Lead with Purpose and Passion. I want to encourage you, dear hearts, to pick up his book. Get his book and read his book and to apply those seven principles. I, I love those principles he gave us um, to uh, like yourself, love yourself, don't get distracted, uh, to love one another, smile and be kind. Your family deserves the best. God is your truest fan and live with intention. Those seven principles, I can guarantee you will turn your life into a place where you're proud to live the life that you have. Um, know this, that these seven principles, these beautifully crafted, beautifully shared principles of his life will liberate you from the bondages of hate, will liberate you from the bondages of, of pain as well. Because we all need somebody. We all need to encourage each other. And most of all, what the world needs love needs right now is love, sweet love, not just for one, but for everyone. With that said, love God, love life. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace. Have a great evening. <laughs>